Welcome to Black Forest Dialogues, where we inquire into global events and local roots. Our quest is, how do we create meaning beyond information? We resonate between the global sphere and our personal being. We are practicing global social witnessing. I'm Adrian. And I am Philip. This, This is Black, Black Forest, Forest Dialogues. Dialogues. Welcome, everybody. And you probably know the idea of a podcast. And, um, you maybe heard about global social witnessing, maybe, and we intend to combine the two of them. So mainly, we, there's a lot good stuff out there, and both of us, I think, enjoy a lot listening and watching and reading about what is going on in the world. But we choose a format where we would like to sense into the events that happen, mm -hmm. and it often can overwhelm us or mm -hmm lead to a certain indifference mm -hmm. if you look at the mm -hmm. big topics that are mm -hmm. that we're faced with mm -hmm. like and uh, and mm, you called yesterday basically and you said let's do something different <laughs> basically that's that's the beginning yeah and now now for our framework to to get ourselves in tune so the main idea uh, when I called you was to make uh, a podcast uh, in the form of a dialogue and containing the topic of or the, or the approach and the inquiry of global social witnessing um, which in my understanding is an internal inquiry and global events and feel and presence the different layers of perception um, yeah to and, and see what what is resonating with this event not just in an, in an intellectual sense but also in, an, in a deeper sense maybe and also in an emotional and uh, feeling quality and have her own kind of phenomenological study. I, I like that very much. I, and I would like to add, I, th I think it's an emergent human capacity. I think it's something that we are confronted more and more with that is to some extent a, a potential yet, mm -hmm. but also capacity that comes to the forefront that I don't think we we own that concept or mm, no. or it's something that is particularly new I don't even think that but it's becoming more evident and, and it's an emergent phenomena because I think life and also world events asked it for us to develop those capacities and and for me it has a lot to do with an embodied awareness mm -hmm. so we're not just taking on information I think mm -hmm. the information revolution, at least from my sense, is over. Like we've been there in the 90s, we've been there in, through the internet. We, we basically are able to produce information and use mm -hmm. at home, uh, as we're doing right now. The kids are sleeping. Or not use information. <laughs> or, or, yeah, it's, it's basically a lot of information, but the question is what is the quality of the information? What, what's the content really mm. you know you, you can the, the best 
I, th I think the best uh, secrets are hidden if they're spelled out often enough in public in certain ways. So when you say um, for you global social witnessing is like a capacity, you also mean it's like a skill which everybody of us can practice and can master and like I imagine creating also different designs in the process. So there is not a fixed idea of outcome. Yeah, I, I would agree that there are many ways how you can practice global social witnessing. And I think this is what we trying is a new format in the sense of sharing it with other people, like our own process mm -hmm. and, and be doing it in a dialogue. You know, you can, mm -hmm. you can do it alone. Um, I have done it with other people in groups where we use social presence in theater inspired by Otto Schirmer. So, or stuck dance, it's one, one mm -hmm. method. So there, there, there are many different approaches that might help. Like a, a good mindfulness practice, I think, can help. But while my mindfulness focused much more on my personal, internal awareness, I think it can lead more towards just, you know, actually withdrawing from the world. And I think mm -hmm. using this mindfully or this awareness quality on events in the world enables somehow, at least that's my thesis, a shift towards more global awareness and towards more global, a feeling of global citizen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how you do it, I think that's still an exploration. I mean, it's still in a laboratory phase. I mean, in 2020 there will be a conference on it. Um, and for me, it's what we're doing is, is a very emergent field in that sense. So just, I would say, just let, let dive in to one of our, like, one of our impulses we had. And this is also something I brought in now. Like, I had this feeling this afternoon when we had an appointment that we, okay, what's, what's our, our theme today, yeah, for tonight? And so I came up and you shared this, um, the heaviness of social transformation. And when I mean heaviness, uh, so um, what I feel is like, it's like, like a burden um, for, for transformation, not only for personal transformation in my life, but also for social transformation in my small local group, my family, but also in, a, in, a, in the bigger scene. So I, I, I see this on the whole scale, yeah? wherever, wherever is a social group, I see also the, the urge for forward transformation. And what then the quality of, of the heaviness is also It's also the idea that it feels heavy because in the global scene I cannot really perceive it. In, in this sense, we, I think many of us who are maybe political activists or spiritual activists or trying to shape a different kind of reality in any way wish for a specific outcome, maybe in politics or economics or social equality or uh, 
ecologic state, uh, climate change, all those big themes of our time. And for me this is like... kind of feeling getting smashed in this pressure. Well, not, not getting smashed, but feeling the pressure on, on me. Yeah. I would, I, w I would very much like to, to take a moment to stay there, mm -hmm. and to, well, what you mentioned rings rings a lot of bells in me, and at the same time. What happen, what happens if we really take on the heaviness, of social transformation. The heaviness. <laughs> the, 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 the heaviness. Yeah, the heaviness. heaviness yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting frame. So. So to just, you know, like, when we when we just speak it, and we, we are with it, on our body, like the heaviness mm -hmm. of social transformation. So I feel it in my heart. Yeah, I feel it really in my heart. Like there is a will of breaking free, but something is in chains. So. This this will of transformation of breaking free. Well, let, let's let's look at it phenomenologically, like micro phenomenologically. Um, can you describe the feeling a bit more closer, like the moment when you feel it in your heart, like? Mm. So there's this little spark. Which which desires to become a big flame but it feels like like it, the light of a candle when you put a glass around it so the air is not it's it's closed so there is not so much oxygen the the, the flame can actually use to, to burn and get and light up and this glass also feels like a container and closing off the energy yes and now the picture is coming up it's like the the carbon dioxide in our atmosphere, like which is laying upon us and putting a lot of pressure mm. on the whole planet, mm. you know, like mm. we have more global warming and stuff like it's, it's pressuring all of us at the same time. So uh, it's funny that the idea of oxygen and this uh, of carbon dioxide, it's so it's really close. Um, So let's 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 move into that picture. Let's move mm -hmm. into that example, like because I think right now, particularly the heaviness of social transformation, is felt by a lot of young people. Yes, and it's, yes, it's yes, articulated yes, very strongly yes, by a lot yes, of young of people. Yes, of course, of course. And they have an absolute right and probably not much choice than to to do it in the way they do it. And if we if we look at climate change. We really perceive it for a moment. 
just to kind of like So, so what I what 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 I can feel when I'm identifying as the flame in the in this picture, which is more the in this picture the the moment where I'm more driven to, um, because it's it's lighting me up, it gives me energy. This picture here, it's stronger. I'm more identifying with it. As the flame, I feel anger. So who's sucking up my energy? <laughs> so why is there so so less energy? Who? Wh what is taking up the energy? Like I have a lot of energy. I I want to do something. So, so and I. And I think a lot of people can resonate with this today. Like. Like the young people going out of every Friday. So they, yeah, Friday for Futures. Uh, so they go out and have a lot of anger. I think. Well, that's what I feel. But nothing is happening, you know. Like, so we go here every day, every day, every Friday, but nothing is happening. So, where is this energy going? Where it's puffing, puffing away? Like, and and and. So maybe I try to to look on the other side, on on this, on this glass of this picture, like. What kind of quality has it? And I, I think actually, if I, when I when I try to to identify as in in it as a subjective feeling, I would say that it wants to give like protection, basically. So there is no no. Um, mean attitude behind it more like an ignorance I think we, we cover a lot of ground here mm. and, and it, like the the ignorance that we face when we watch news the ignorance when we hear about the new statistics about climate change mm. even the ignorance of good science that is out there and predicting to very high accuracy that we face with serious trouble. So, and and it's an oscillating process, I feel, between you sharing your feelings mm. very close and, and, and this process inside you, that pressure cooker inside you. And at the same time, looking at the heaven as a social transformation already connects you, almost like an antenna mm -hmm. to the world. Mm -hmm. and brings up immediately the pressure cooker we're sitting in right now. Mm -hmm. So I think this oscillating process is something where, where as an activist I start not to only focus spiritually on myself to meditate away the bad in the world mm -hmm. or to try to be in the outside and change it mm -hmm. but have no power over this kind of global events mm -hmm. and which either leads to a retreat in some cave or towards a burnout and, and depression. Yeah. I mean, it's often the case. Mm -hmm. I think uh, those days, if you're really engaged in activism, spiritual or political, 
yet in this oscillating that you describe there's an immediate connection you become aware of your anger you become I aware actually, of the force yeah yeah I, I really resonate with what with what you're saying but I don't feel it as my anger actually it's the anger of a specific like kind of social role or um, social agency maybe this is a better term like this specific social agent who is looking for change mm. but don't see change coming feel the anger yes I, I think it's I think it's a good thing to to put yourself into that service to feel that. Mm. You, you, you like like heaviness mm -hmm. means a certain weight. Yes. Social transformation yes. has yes. a certain weight. Yes. And and social transformation often, if you look at the civil rights movement, if you look at Gandhi, even if they were nonviolent protests, there was always hate in the center. Mm -hmm. or anger in the center mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there was a certain mm -hmm. emotion mm -hmm. there was a certain as you said a certain flame that needed to be ignited mm -hmm. and being in service of that and, and lifting that anger to the surface I think shows much more or brings much more light to what the heaviness is about like to some extent this mm -hmm. the repression of a lot of the feelings and a lot of the the negative emotions that are steered up in the times we're living or through events like climate change they're kind of like they're stuck we're connected with them they're there I feel a little bit social sorry when I didn't yeah. interrupt you but I feel a little bit irritated when when you say to to uh, to stand up to the anger and bring it out because uh, suddenly I have this picture in my mind of being a, a protester in some demonstration and shouting and uh, against some policy and but in, in, in at the same time, for me, I have this... I feel f really powerless at this process. I'm just shouting out my anger mm. and I'm shouting into some kind of void where like nobody's actually listening. Mm. I'm just, mm. so here's my anger, so what you do with it? Like, so I wonder if you mean actually something different or you mean or are you referring to this kind of picture as a protester let me clarify because I think that's a very important point mm -hmm. like the one who is in anger and screaming does not need to be aware of the anger mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. oh, so, yes. So oh yes oh yes oh yes yes mm -hmm. and what com what comes in for me here is the witnessing aspect mm -hmm. so what I what I, what I, wit what I saw was you witnessing anger? Mm -hmm. 
Yes. It was not yes. a reaction. Yes. It was you gave space to it. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. and when I mention you gave space to it, I immediately feel like a bodily, like it tingles all over my back and my, my heart actually. There's there's space coming in. And I think this is the quality of global social witnessing. This is where for me at least, where you allow something that is very personal but collect connected to the global in that sense. Mm-hmm. And I think what we're facing right now is the beginning of an intergenerational conflict that mm-hmm. can actually, in my opinion, have can, can turn out very negatively. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of potential for anger, for conflict. Mm-hmm. And how do we on both, we, on both sides? On both sides how do we take it serious that the younger generations understands it's their lives that is in danger while the older generation will not be there anymore so i wonder how we go on from this point um, if we um, explore more this kind of conflict or if it would be more helpful to just focus more on the feeling like I have the feeling when we look on the conflict Mm. uh, we get like a little bit Mm. distracted let's get back Mm. let's really so so when you say look at the feeling what exactly do you mean what do you feel so the question is coming up I, I have two questions basically and I wonder which question I shall follow as a person as a human being so first question is so what does Yenge do what what wants what does the anger want to do? And the other question is, what does the anger want of me to do? Mm. So I think this also refers a little bit to this, to your notion of giving space to the anger or just be anger or, you know, or be in anger. So if I... I will, I will, I will take the second question. <laughs> okay. What yeah. does the anger want me to do, right? Mm-hmm. Now, as as I look again on the question, like I, if I spoke it out, I feel more deep. In the second question, I feel more like a slave of the anger, actually. Um, like I'm an object to the anger. And I would like to prefer to have the anger at an object which I which I can use, but I'm not a slave of. For me, the question arises: Can I be in dialogue? Can I be in dialogue with the anger? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's a different like, perception. Yes. So what what came up for me was: What does the anger want me to do? Mm-hmm. I mean that, that okay, okay, okay. So, so in, in a sense, in a sense okay. of, and, and and that was more like like mm-hmm. the drive where 
where exactly. I felt like that I would like to 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 see what answer arises and, in me and, and mm-hmm. you know we we could also say like you you start with the first question and I no we go we go on no it's okay one. I think the anger wants wants of me as an as a as the feeler of the anger to be fully acknowledged and I think this also refers to the to the ignorance we had beforehand. Fully rightfully acknowledge the anger. It's right to be angry at this moment in time. It, it's the right thing to do and it's the right thing to show up angry. Especially as a young person. Where where you feel like all your future is being gambled away. This is something that wants to be seen. Yeah. Just. And and I think if this is acknowledged, I think then we can go the next step. Then there is a next step in this process of of social transformation because I, otherwise it feels just stuck. And I have the feeling that. If the anger would not be acknowledged or will not be acknowledged, it will be regressing into violence because anger doesn't need to be violence. It, um, it has a potential for, for change, but not viol- violent change if, the, if specific requirements are made to give anger an aim to work for, to to give the energy like a a pathway to go on to to this which is wanted by anger. It's almost a renewable energy. Yes, (laughs) yes, yeah. So carbon dioxide is creating a pressure cooker and producing, in that sense, a renewable energy. A lot of heat. A lot of heat for change. Mm. Uh, it lifts a bit the heaviness, doesn't it? I mean, it's still mm-hmm. it, there's still a lot of weight in it. Mm-hmm. But looking from that perspective, it means that if you go to the bottom of the heaviness and acknowledge the anger, there's movement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can feel that. I feel that. It feels like a shy movement to me, so like a slow movement, like because the anger is making a lot of noise and a lot of superficial movement, but not like. When it when Not, when acted out. Yeah, when acted out. When exactly. acted out. When acted out. Yes. So. So can anger. Be witnessed, and through that turned, into a driving force. Yes, I I feel it. <laughs> I I I I'm, I'm 
for me it doesn't make completely sense. It's uh, I can really align with this picture and uh, so I think the first step is from for me with this perspective of anger being a driving force what we need first is open up to the anger and then we can see some kind of some kind of revelation what what is actually below beneath the anger is a maybe stronger force stronger intention because in the end I, the anger is for me it's still quite superficial what comes up for me is so vile nothing more and nothing less mm -hmm. so it's survival of our civilization yes yes oh yes yes so then we get back to the seriousness and to the heaviness which is which were, was our starting point. So I think we have a, a kind of roundup, but also I have the feeling that there is some, some more potential of in, for inquiry into the heaviness. But now in, it has changed. For me it has changed. Maybe from heaviness into more like seriousness, like I, I would frame it like this, and not like a burden, but more like a like a like a responsibility of a grown-up, and I think this is the quality what we need right now in, in this world, in the world. And with weight comes depth. There's a certain certainly depth in it. Mm, yes. Thank you very much, Philip. Okay, thank you, Adrian, for this inquiry.